Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Samp and Chats. I'm your host, Bobby Sampson. Joined with me, as always, without fail, most of the time, is the man with the master plan, Mr. Chance Michaels, wearing the Barry Sanders shirt with the Seahawks cap combination. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? Can't complain, my friend. Can't complain. Round of 16 is complete for the World Cup. Morocco seems to be the Cinderella team of this tournament, beating Spain today. So far, yeah. Pretty cool. I actually kind of like it. It's it's kind of nice to see another continent represented deep into the tournament. You know, it's usually two South American teams and Europe. So yeah. it's kind of kind of cool. Kind of cool yeah, to see. Yeah, it's been fun. Ronaldo got benched today, so he's not happy, and they won 6-1. He's pissed. Well, speaking of Ronaldo, the guy just apparently signed a two-year deal to play for a club in Saudi Arabia or in the Middle East somewhere. I don't know exactly who it is, but you well, know they offered much... so much money. How could he do, say no to that? Do you do you know what he's going to get paid per year? No, I didn't hear the details. Two hundred million dollars a year to play for this Saudi team. It's a garbage league, but with that kind of money, how do you say no to that? You can't say no to that. You can't. I mean, it is what it is. And he's on the backtrack of his career now, so might as well just make your money. Messi's coming to the MLS. He's joining Inter Miami next year. Yeah, he probably will. I mean, that's Kaka's team, right? I mean, between Kaka and and um, I think that's Beckham the one. Owns Beckham it owns it as well. I think you know Beckham's the owner of it, right? Yeah. So they're I mean, buddies. Yeah, they're buddies. I mean, good for him. I mean, at the end of the day, I have to say that I'm becoming more of a Messi fan than I have a Ronaldo fan now, just in terms of not so much of their pitch work, but off the field. Yeah. You know, no, I know um, what you mean. I don't know if Ronaldo's going to play again. He might not play in the rest of the World Cup. What happened is he got subbed in the last game against Korea. Yeah, he, he had a tantrum. Yeah. So then coach benched him, sent yeah. a message. I can understand that from a team a league team perspective like you know when he did that in man u you know but then things were so kind of broken in man united at the time as well um you know and then when you hear the Piers morgan interview that he did and you're kind of like yeah. oh okay i see this i understand it why would you do that with your own country it's at that point you're you're i think bigger. he feels like he said before the world cup me and Messi are still the best in the world 1a and 1a so well, he said and then he gets pulled off. They ended up lo- There was actually one one when they pulled him off. They ended up losing two one. And he said, "If I would have been pulled off, we wouldn't have lost." No, That's what I he's No, no, no. I get that. But I, I'm all I'm trying to. I, I think the point I'm trying to make here, Chance, is that you got a guy like Ronaldo. You know, you're not bigger than the country, though. That's what I'm saying. He's not bigger than Portugal. I get where you're coming from, but to have those kind of tactics and trap ta- uh, tantrums at a world level, you know, it just kind of makes me wonder. Okay. How much did he create of this himself? Yeah, you know, no, he, he has some better attitude, but I guess he's like, who is this coach to yank me out of here? I'm one of the best players to ever play. Was well, my last chance of the World Cup, and you're pulling me and embarrass me? Well, that pissed I, him off. No, I, I can appreciate that. but They got big help. egos, these guys, at this level too, right? Hey, I get it. But you know what? The guy who came on, Ramos, who subbed in for him, who started the game, had a hat trick, man. No, 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 so, no, the last game that he got subbed off. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. He didn't start today, right? He didn't come on till the 78th minute or something like that. The guy that took his place on the starting yeah, yeah, 11, he got, yeah, he did. that dude only played 53 minutes of international football ever before this, right? Mm-hmm. So, and the team goes on to win 6-1. I mean, yes. Uh, but it is Switzerland. They're not exactly a football powerhouse. So we'll see what happens. But oh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of controversy now. No, it's good, man. I'm glad. I'm glad it's being done. I think it's time. I don't, you know, 
I know you're an Oilers fan, but if Connor McGregor or sorry, Connor McDavid's not performing to Connor McDavid's level, you know, then then you have to do what's right for the team, and and that's that's the I I. I think that across the board for any team sport. Yeah, no, I hear you on that. You know? yeah, and this is why, spot. and this is why I have kind of walked away from team sports a bit and kind of focused myself on individual sports, because then you know you're 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 responsible for everything. Yeah. When you go into that ring and and that bell rings, everyone in your corner is just in your corner. You have to perform. Yeah, you got nobody to blame but yourself. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And guess what? We've just spent about five minutes talking about team sports, but we are a combat sports specialist, you and I. So let's get right into it. It yep. is Tuesday, which means Monday Night Raw happened last night. We are on the road to the Royal Rumble, which leads to the road to WrestleMania. What did you think of Raw last night? Thought it was half decent, not too bad. What do you think of it? No, it was okay. I mean, it was a standard show. I mean, we opened up with the Usos supposed to be fighting Matt Riddle and um and uh what's his name? Why can't I think of his name right now? Eli, come on, help me out here, man. Elias. Elias, thank you. Yeah. Um. Earlier in the day, Elias kind of got fresh with the Usos as they were coming out of the car, and he basically just got written off. So Riddle comes out after the Usos are in the ring saying, hey, there's no title fight tonight because we beat up Elias and, you know, this is this and this is that. Sami Zayn talks about being the professor of Usology, uh, which was kind of cool. Yeah, Uh, it was good. Riddle comes out and does this whole little shtick and guess what? He's got a surprise partner. It's your favorite guy, Kevin Owens. Yeah, I've seen that. So they come out and uh, they they start the match off with Jay and uh, Kevin hard hitting all the way through. Basically, this match ends with Owens chasing out the Usos and Sami Zayn with the chair, which leaves Matt Riddle alone in the ring. And this is where Solo Sakai comes in and beats the living shit out of him, basically writing him off a of TV. I don't know why, but they're rid- he'd been written off pretty much right now for a while. Two things about that attack that you know were kind of that stand out were the Tributes to Omanga, who had recently, you know, just not celebrated, but just had his anniversary for yeah. his passing. 2009, I can't believe it's already been 13 years. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. So he finished him off with the spike the that Omanga used to use, the thumb. Yeah, to the throat. And, uh, yeah, to the throat and did that hip check kind of backing into it. I don't know what you would call it, but, you know, they're running to the ropes in the backwards hip check. Yeah. Uh, you know, just kind of tributes to a manga there. So that was kind of cool. Uh, we, we go back uh, into the ladies match here. So they had two triple threat matches here tonight um, to determine the number one contender for the women's title. Now, I don't know if this person is going to be fighting at the Royal Rumble or is this a match that's going to happen before that? Because, I mean, this is a long time. To have a number one contender. If they're not having a pay-per-view or anything in December, you're basically setting up a match and that's, that's going to take place at the end of January. Yeah, seems that way. Right? So in this triple match, we had um, Bailey, Rhea Ripley, and uh, Asuka competing in this match. Uh, I I thought it was a fun match. It was, you know, great back and forth. Uh I think they're trying to build up to a Bailey kind of um, 
Becky Lynch feud here that you know something something is going to give there because they keep talking about it and you know Bailey keeps walking away from it and uh, the finish here comes pretty cool though I thought this was a cool finish Rhea Ripley from the outside went to jump on um, she she does this move where she she jumps over the steps and does a backflip onto you sort of a deal but Bailey moves cool. out of the way and I, I think Rhea hit hard man it feels like she hit hard I mean that was pretty cool to watch it looked pretty hard yeah she's yeah, still, yeah. probably felt that one after yeah no for sure so basically the finish comes here where Becky is um you know about to wrap this thing up and she pins Asuka and unfortunately damage control comes up pulls her out of the ring and they fight all the way to the back, which kind of eliminates her out of the match. And no, was Becky in the last one? Sorry, I apologize. Bailey then takes advantage. I I, I jumped to the second match there, man. My apologies. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. So basically, Oscar gets pinned by Bailey, and and that's how Bailey wins that match. So that's basically. So you got Bailey versus either Alexa Bliss, um. Nikki Cross, and it would be Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, yeah. Yeah. So that's basically it there. Um, I just wanted to touch on Elias. Do you think they're fucking his character really bad here or something? Because I just don't get what happened. I don't know. What, what, I don't know what's going on with that. I mean, he went from Ezekiel to Elias, Ezekiel back to Elias. I don't know what... Is he going to get out of the guitar gimmick and the singing gimmick? Is that where they're going with this? Well, I don't know because, I mean, the whole thing was when he left and he took off, He, you know, the last thing he did was, you know, have this vignette where his guitar was burning. He threw everything into this kind of um, like a fire, right? You know what I mean? Mm. Like a like just one of those. He's kind of got a dark look, that beard. He's kind of looks like a darker image. Maybe he's going to go more for a darker character. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if if they go back to what he was doing in NXT as Elias Sampson, good name, um, (laughs) you know, that that was more of a darker character that he had there. He looks like a darker kind of guy. Yeah, but he he almost feels like they they don't know what to do with him anymore, man. It seems to me they're doing the same thing with him as they're doing with Corbin. They keep switching all these gimmicks and characters. I don't know. We'll we'll get to Corbin in a minute because I think, you know, I don't know what they're doing with him either now with jbl it's more like they're doing more funny segments and trying to kind of relive the apa through jbl and and corbin yeah the backstage poker games and all that yeah like i get it it's fun i enjoyed watching that stuff when they were doing it yeah my favorite is like you know that that door they had there like you know you have to remember that one time where rock had to come through the door he he just kind of walked around it and came in and said hey you gotta knock the door (laughs) so you know, I, I get where they're going with all this, but speaking of the rock, did you hear what Joe Rogan said about him? We'll get into that, brother. There's a lot there, man. I, I wanted to touch that on for that. Years. It's, you don't, it's, don't even need to say it. you can just see it. I mean, it's so yeah. obvious. Okay, look, let's touch on it now then. Uh while we're talking about the rock, let's just kind of get this out of the way. Um, I think all of this is stemming from Connor McGregor and the Usada stuff, like you know, I mean. We all know everyone's juicing. I, I don't understand why it all has to be a big, you know, do Like that Liver King kind of set this off. Are you familiar I with set that it guy? off, but I mean, even before the Liver King thing, like he was using steroids. We all know that. The Rock is in his early 50s. You cannot be that big that he's massively huge. 
without doing performance-enhancing drugs. The human body is not meant to be that I big get that. without supplements. I get that. So I'm why do argue... we want Rock to admit it? He doesn't need to admit it. We know he's a steroid user. I, okay, but see, this is exactly where I'm going to go with it. Like, yeah, right? they are all on juice. They're all doing their thing. I don't care that they are. I don't need them to admit it. I don't need that to be the top story of the day, personally. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, if they're doing it, they're doing it. No one's complaining about their physique when they're standing in the ring or if The Rock looks like The Rock when he's in his movies. Or I, I think what Rogan is trying to get at is, um, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I, I know what he's saying. He's basically trying to say, you're this big movie superstar. You're juiced to the gills. Like, the guy's a walking steroid. Come out and say, hey, you know, he Rock is always training in the gym and showing all how hard he works his big meals, but he's not saying how he's doing it. He's taking PEDs. Uh, Rogan's saying he's giving a false sense off that if you eat and work and train, you can get big. You can't, but not that big without PEDs. It's yeah, well, there's, there's a lot of people attacking him. kind of the angle walking, of right? it, I guess. No, 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 I get it. I get it. I mean, there's a people attacking him for like, oh, you say you consume these many calories a day and there's no way you possibly can. And like, I don't understand why people need to jump on things that just we already know, like you say, correct? I mean, oh, we all just know it. Look at the guy. Well, I mean, you can look at most of these guys. I mean, they're all on something, right? A lot Every, of them, yeah. Most of the guys in the NFL are on something. Most of the guys in body... Every guy in fucking body... I guess body, because Rock is such a large-in-life star that he gets targeted, right? Yeah, but why does he need to admit it? I don't get it. What's that going to do for anybody? What? what, what it's more is, of a character assassination on the guy. More, more okay, what it well, is. And coming from Joe Rogan, that's kind of hard, you know, to kind of swallow because he, you think he'd be one guy that would understand this more, you know, to, to say, oh, you know, I don't, you know, I don't get him. Like he, he's kind of backtracking a bit, a little bit in terms of his approach, I feel. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, basically, like I said, the people are going to start pressuring The Rock now. He's going to get asked about this in interviews now. They're going to be like, hey, are you on Roy's? This is going to become a thing now. Yeah, I don't you know. Why? Why are people that bored? And this is why the rest of the world hates America, man, sometimes, I feel. I guess, you know, when you're, <laughs> when you're a big star and you're a large-in-life character, you're going to get targeted. I mean, how old were you when McGuire and Sosa were doing their thing? You must have been younger, 16. right? 16. Okay, so you were old enough to understand it, and you knew people around you and the idols yeah. that were around you. Did anyone complain about steroids or anything when they were hitting those balls all year long? Not until a couple of years later. No. So, I mean, at the time when you need to make an issue of it, no one does. Everyone's cheering it and loving it. But when it becomes convenient for society and this whole woke society that we live in to make an issue of something... You know, yeah. then then everyone kind of backtracks. Oh, that's wrong. Yeah, but you were fucking buying the T-shirt and cheering these guys on as much as everyone else. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. It's, it's right. Be like one way or the other. The top star and top guy. People can look for anything they got on you, right? Brother Trance, I say be one way or the other. I'm going to state my stance right now, very simply. If you're on the juice and you're performing, I don't care. It has nothing to do with my physical well-being or anything that I'm putting yeah. on my body. If that works for you and you know what you're doing, and most of these guys know what they're doing. Yeah, that's true. Right? Rock knows how much to put in and what to do and where to stop and where to kind of yeah, hang the best everything checking it out and everything. Absolutely. Yeah. So if done correctly, and I implore you guys to go back and watch a Joe Rogan podcast of all of them with Dorian Yates. In fact, go back and watch any podcast with Dorian Yates. Eight time, six to eight time Mr. Olympia. And yeah. he's old school, old school in the sense that that's when they used to train old school style and they had notebooks and they didn't have doctors and they didn't have 
nutritionist and everything. These guys taught themselves how to do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, they were all on the juice. Like that's the thing I don't get. Like they don't go after guys at the Arnold Classic. They don't go after guys at you know Olympia. I'm surprised The Rock hasn't been on the Rogan podcast of all these years. He's one of the bigger guys that hasn't been on there yet. He's what bigger than he's one of the guys Rock, you get. Rock doesn't do podcasts. Isn't that ever done one yet? No, not to my knowledge. He's never been on a podcast. He does interviews. He does things like that for movies and stuff, but he has never been on a podcast. He's, you know, if, if he was going to be on one, I thought he might have been on Stone Cold, but he's never been on Stone Cold's podcast. He's never been That's on... That's true, actually, yeah. Right. He's never been after the bell, which is a WWE podcast. He's never been on that either. Um, he's never been on a podcast, man. I mean, if let's see, I'll, I'll maybe maybe I'll reach out to The Rock and see if he wants to come on and clear his position. <laughs> That'd be good. It'd be huge. Well, you never know. Right. I mean, anything can happen in this world, my friend, as we yeah. can see every day. Someone else is a new target. And I guess now The Rock is the flavor of the week. And it's kind of weird how they kind of go after a guy. Even though the guy who fucked up is kind of in the clear, sounds familiar to you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. I don't Even know. At, I don't know. I guess because was a rock like was he doing this program with the Liver King? Like, why is he, is he associated with this guy? But he has nothing to do with the Liver King. They're just picking on anyone they can. I mean, that's what I mean. They weren't connected or anything, right? No, nothing at all. Like the other one is Conor McGregor now too. Like Drew Rogan, uh, and I'm I'm just paraphrasing. I said he basically said something along the lines that he's so juiced up that he would probably melt the cup. <laughs> he does look pretty big. But remember, Connor's not a big guy to begin with, so a little bit of size for him. Stand up. Connor's only 5'8". He's 5'9". He's 160 pounds? No, no, he's about 190 right now, bro. He's huge. I mean, the guy's fucking massive. No, I know, but I mean, before he's like 160. He's not a big guy. He would. He was fighting between one forty-five and I think the most he fought at was at one seventy. That's what I mean. So he's a little guy. Yeah. So little guys right? get big, like oh, I mean, shit, his. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, his fighting weight is one fifty-five. Yeah. Right. I mean, so that's basically it. Um, let's stay on the Rock here for a minute. So the Rock's plans for WrestleMania. So uh, well, as far as the Royal Rumble goes, this is what I've heard and read so far. Uh there are about five to seven different scenarios that they're looking at for the rock going into the Royal rumble. One being that he comes out at number 30 and wins the thing. Now, if that happens, I think a lot of guys backstage will be pissed off because I mean, I was going to say you're going to have all these guys crying, complaining and whining. Oh yeah. Yeah. But their checks are going to be huge if he's on the show. But I always say to the guys, I said this, Many times in the podcast, these guys like the cry and complain. These are part timers. If you're that big of a star as the Rock and the Brock, you'll get that spot too. So get to that stardom, and you can have it too. Until then, it sounds like jealousy. Well, I think the other thing that a lot of these guys forget is that they're paid percentages in terms of their gates and whatnot, right? That too. In terms of shows and pay per views and stuff like that. So when they get that bonus check from the Royal Rumble, it's because of guys like the Rock and you know. Like, I know you're a big proponent of the casual fan, and I respect the casual fan, Mm -hmm. but I'm a purist fan, right? You know, so for me, that's always a little bit more of a pill to swallow because I'm more... Yeah, if The Rock wins the Royal Rumble, you bet your butt the casual fan be watching WrestleMania just to watch The Rock. Well, that's the thing. So you get that in, and so a lot of these guys are going to be getting their bonus checks that are a little bit fatter. So you have to thank Stone Cold and The Rock for making those type of appearances. I'm not talking about anyone outside of wrestling. 
Yeah. I'm just talking about the biggest names in wrestling, right? That that look what happened when Hogan came back against the Rock in Toronto. You were there. Look at that electricity they had. I have been in the Sky Dome many times for baseball games, for concerts and whatnot. But that was one time I stood in that crowd and I'm like, oh my God, this is unfucking real. That stare down was intense, dude. Right? It was unreal. The only thing that kind of came close to that was when I was in England at um at Stamford Bridge watching watching Chelsea play a game, you know, and, and that was just a league game and the crowd. That's the one thing I'll say here, man, and no disrespect to any fan base in North America, but shit, North America's got the worst fans. Yeah, we're not really a big one of the call football. We're not really big soccer fan. We are here, but not like over there. They take that's a passion, that's religion for those. No, 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 I'm just talking crowds. Yeah, they're loud, they sing, they chant. Yeah. They sing, they chant. They they you could go into the stadium, the team could be down four nil, but you would think they were winning four nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's a you passion know? over there. Big like time. here here in Vancouver, the Canucks go down one nothing and everyone sits on their hands. It's like you can hear a pin drop in there, man. Your Habs are here last. I think they're up what four nothing, and they ended up losing that game. The Canucks. Uh no, the Canucks won seven six apparently. That's what I mean. They're up four nothing. The Habs. They ended up losing to the Canucks. Oh wow! I I was watching raw. <laughs> yeah, you know, Habs were up four nothing, and they lost in overtime to the Canucks. Yeah, well, I mean, they're both shitty, so it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. I mean, what one game separates the two of them in terms of wins and losses? Something like that, right? And and the Canucks have have made it even harder to want to support them right now the way they're playing yep well fair enough but, right yeah. it's it's hard it's a hard pill to swallow it's like new management new everything you got all this stuff happen and w- what went down nothing nothing changed in fact it Not got really worse it got worse man yeah we'll see what happens only about 25 games in but <clears throat> see what happens yeah so basically and the, here's another tease for the rock as well so they he, that might be one option he might just be at the show he might just kind of you know have a backstage presence or what have you but they have been teasing this now like i've been telling you to watch young rock man check out that show if you can it's pretty fun uh and one of the later latest episodes that just came out i think last week or the week before i can't remember there's a scene of the rock walking by his trophy case and he's showing the guy all his belts. And there was one belt there that he's never won. What's that? The universal title. So another tease, another yeah, tease, possible. another tease, right? Like that's one title. I'm based, the show's based, uh, it's 10 years in the future, right? Oh, okay. So it, 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 it takes place 10 years in the future. So, you know, whatever he's showing you, it, and that show is basically whatever happened in the last 10 years. So, yeah, you know, I think things are gearing up. He doesn't have his movie schedule. The only thing he has to deal with is the XFL, but I think he has enough people to do it. I think they're just playing everyone to get the most out of it, right? He'll probably end up fighting Roman Reigns at Mania. Uh, yeah, either him or Cody Rhodes will be fighting Reigns, one of the two. I think it's Rock, man. I mean, unless they're going to swerve everybody, but I think Cody will win the Rumble. You're right. Um... But I don't know what they're going to do. I don't want to see Cody. I like Cody Rhodes. My kids, he's one of my kids' favorite. I don't want to see Cody Rhodes in a main event in WrestleMania. To me, that's not his level. So I'd rather see Rock and Reigns. So hopefully that's what it is. Hey, this is Hollywood. I, I don't want to see Cody Rhodes main event in WrestleMania. Well, I mean, if they figure out a way to take one of those straps off of him, and that would be Cody Rhodes' Saturday night fight. 
the yeah. main event if he wins the Royal Rumble against whoever has that title on Raw. Right? That's the only way I can see it happening. Sunday night's booked, man. If it's Roman against Rock, it's booked, in my opinion. Yep. No, I totally agree with you on that. Then Brock Lesnar will have a match against somebody. So it's, it's going to be a big WrestleMania. The way they keep playing this, I don't talk about that. So on Raw last night as well, we had a segment with Seth Rollins and Bobby Lashley in ring. Seth comes out cutting a promo. Bobby comes out. Awkward moments here on Raw. These are, you know, this was an awkward moment in my opinion because these guys, I think the verbal interaction they had together last night was more meaningful and more impactful than the physical altercation they had after. Uh, Seth, Seth basically said this, you know, along the lines that you regret not having the career that Brock Lesnar had. <laughs> good line in truth right like i you know that's kind of half work half shoot maybe he does yep. maybe he doesn't but i mean bobby did well for himself in bellator yeah um, but he never was ufc headweight champ though that's the, that's not the, that's like CFL that's the pinnacle NFL, that's the pinnacle that's the pinnacle right um but the altercation like these guys really didn't put any effort into that brawl yeah you know there was no effort put into that brawl at all afterwards and the security came out to break it up now Here's why I said it's awkward. If where was security when Sakoa was beating the shit out of Matt Riddle? Yeah, good point. I don't understand this whole Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins feud. It's not a very good feud. They don't have much chemistry. I hope they move on from it. Well, I don't know what they're doing. I mean, it just kind of there, there. There has to be something connected to this to make it. If all anybody work, should be main eventing, if Rock doesn't come, if anybody should be main eventing WrestleMania for the belt, it should be Seth versus Reigns. Why not? I could see that. That'd totally be an awesome fight as well, right? I mean, I mean, Seth's mid thirties now. You know, he's getting older. He's still great, but I mean, it's time to you know give him the strap. Maybe if it's not going to be Reigns, why not let Seth have it? Works his butt off. He looks good. He for good promos. He has it all. No, I mean, a hundred percent. I mean, and maybe that's I don't think he will get that spot, but that's what I would do. I don't know. It's like I said, if Cody does win the Royal Rumble. And The Rock is involved in this as well. That means he probably has to drop the heavyweight title, the WWE title, right? Heavyweight championship. So that means Roman would have to lose that to someone. So you're thinking lose it to Seth and then you could have Seth versus Cody if he wins the Rumble? You could do that. Yeah, I like that idea. Right? I mean, it's kind of like... Or you just let Seth and Reigns go at it for both belts and let Seth walk off his champ. That could be a possibility too, man. I mean, like I said, I mean, we're only in December. We'll There's still a lot to go here and whatnot. But uh, William Regal apparently is done with AEW. Well, is he just coming back? Uh, well, rumor has it. Okay, so here's how it is, man. Apparently, that beatdown that he took from MJF on last Wednesday's Dynamite was basically to write him off the show. Uh, Regal has... I don't know if this is true or not, but Regal said that, you know, he's basically disappointed with AEW and his run there. Um, he feels that the roster is too immature. He's right on that. Um, and, and he feels that he made a mistake coming there. Um, there are other reports that are coming out that are saying that he was disappointed in the lack of people or or, or stars there wanting to to learn from him seeing him as kind of outdated and 
underneath their pay grade. That's the problem when you pay too many guys six-figure deals, man. Yeah. They want to stop learning. So him and Danny... And they don't have saying, really any authority figures over there. They don't have a... It's not a good structure. Well, I mean, they got to figure something out or they're going to go under, I think, in a couple of years. Tony Khan needs to put better people around him. Well, he's trying, but I mean, if you think about it, all the people he's putting him around him are the people that couldn't do anything with TNA, couldn't do anything with Impact, couldn't do anything with GFW. I mean, how much success has Jared had, Jeff Jarrett, had trying to run against WWE? None. Zero, he got crushed by Vinny. I, I don't understand Every why even time. a guy like Jared is like, come on. Right? There's other guys you can go with. Sanjay Dutt, I mean, I, I don't you know, I think he's a great talent, but I don't think he's a great booker. No. Right? And and I, if you think about it, these guys are all booking shit for their own faction. And the novelty of AEW is worn off now too, right? But he's trying to so see now, they... now, like, what's going on behind it, right? Like, you're starting to, yeah, you're right. You're trying to see all the pieces. I mean, I still watch it because I'm curious to see what's going to happen, right? There are some good athletes there. Yeah, there's some good, they do some good things sometimes, yeah, for sure. Right? But yeah, I don't know. Tony Khan, just the way he looks, the way he dresses, the way he acts, I don't know. He's just playing with his dad's money, right? So, well, he's also running Fulham. He's also, you know, trying to do, he, he runs a whole bunch of other things outside of the wrestling. So, yeah. I mean, he's plays pretty full. So, I don't know, man. Let's see where this all kind of goes and, what happens there? He was a little too cocky, a little too early. He just, all of a sudden he thought he was Vince McMahon all of a sudden. And he's the yeah. best show and he's this and that. Instead of being humble and just building it up, you know? Yeah, no, 100%. I agree with you. Uh, Drew McIntyre, um, apparently he's suffering from something. Nobody knows, though. There, there, it hasn't come out. But apparently he's not medically clear to wrestle. He was supposed to team up with Sheamus on Friday night this week to go up against the Usos for the tag team titles, but uh, Drew tweeted out that he basically isn't medically cleared and unable to compete, but he is actually hurting from something, but no information on that has been released yet. Okay. So you're going to get Butch and Sheamus go up against the Usos. That'd be all right. I like the... I, like the, uh, I think so. I think it'd be a fun like those guys. All right. Back to Raw. As we digress and branch out in different ways here, uh, we had Mustafa Ali go up against Austin Theory. Um, typical. There's only one thing that stands out about that match: that botch Hurricane Rana. Other yeah, right? matches, yeah, it was man. That was a bad. That was a bad spot. Yeah, that was a bad spot, man. To me, this... Mustafa Ali. When I look at that guy and see the way he moves and acts, he's an AEW guy. That would be the perfect spot for him. Mustafa. Yeah. He'd get lost in the shuffle there, man. I mean, he probably will, but he kind of fits in with their kind of look and the kind of Yeah, style. I get what you're saying, but you know, I, I wonder how many guys go to AEW and they regret it because they're not being used. I mean, the whole thing about AEW was to give these talents that weren't being utilized properly to be given mm -hmm. the opportunities that they deserve that you know WWE wasn't giving them. One would have been Rusev. Or, or Miro now. Yeah. What the hell happened to him? He's nowhere to be found. I don't even know where he is. Right? Like, that was one of the big things. Oh, Miro is going to be in WWE, AEW. Look at this. It's going to be awesome. Everyone's going to, he's going to blow up. Andrade was another one. Granted, yeah, he was never a top dog, no matter where he goes. But yeah, that's another example. What about, uh, 
Uh, Cesaro, same thing. Well, I was going to say Cesaro right now. Like, I mean, he's been there for what two months, and he had the Ring of Honor title to for a week, and they took yeah. it off him and put it on Jericho. That makes no sense to me. If you want to promote the talent and whatnot, why, why are you keep putting the straps on the old guys now? Because they can't develop young stars. That's the problem. So you got to go with the guys with the names. Right. I mean, at least they got the title on the right guy in MGF, in my opinion. I can't yeah, I agree. Not no, wait good. to see that guy come. I hope they, he comes to WWE. Eventually he will. He got to come to the big leagues one day. Well, I mean, he's got one year left on his contract. And the, I mean, this guy's building up a storyline that's going to go throughout the whole year. He started this whole, like, you know, the bidding war of 2024. And he started, yeah. this in, you know, last year. You've been talking about this. So, I mean, in hindsight, I mean, I, I would love to see what they can do with him in WWE, man. I think that would be awesome. One day he will be there for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Uh, so we get back to Raw here. We have a match with the Alpha Academy and Baron Corbin against the OC. Uh, this all came after the backstage segment, segment of the poker show. And uh, he basically... He basically, um, they started fighting there, and JBL didn't want any fighting at his poker game. So he got a six-man tag out of this match, which the OC wins, I believe, correct? Yep. Yeah, so, you know, we're, I, 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 whatever. It was just a match as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Dominic Mysterio against Tozawa, another situation that came out of the poker game. Um uh, Ray one. I, I hate to say yeah. this, and I've kind of touched on it before, and um, but I mean honestly, if his last name was not Mysterio, he's not in the WWE. Period. He's gotten better lately, but he wouldn't have been around as long. He wouldn't have had all these chances and character changes. Like he's not a WWE quality. I don't think star. Well, I, I, he's got to keep growing, right? He's kind of one of. The, no, I agree with that, but he wouldn't even have been on the main roster. He'd have been NXT guy, AEW. He wouldn't even be. He'd be on the indies somewhere, like we were just last weekend. He's just. He's getting better. I agree. He looks better. His character development. He wouldn't have had this much time being that bad to start to now if he wasn't Ray. They just no. put him out there because to sign, keep Ray there because Ray was going to leave. So they signed him. Juan Russell's kid. That's why Vinny let him stay. Other than no. that, he wouldn't even be on the roster. No. He's not a very good wrestler. Well, I mean, I think if you look at... I like the guy. I don't mind him, but I'm saying just looking at objectively, he's not very good. Well, he he should have probably started off in NXT. If if anything, that's where he should have started and to hone his craft. Heck, he I mean, should have been starting at the bingo hall in Los Angeles. He's not good at all, well, dude. I mean, if you look at it, if there was anyone you could have, you would have thought would have just jumped right in. Not saying that they're good or bad or anything, or would have gotten that kind of treatment at the very beginning. Would have been the Rock's daughter. Yeah. Right. But she put she she's grinded it out for two years now down at NXT. And now she's finally making her appearances. But the Rock, the Rock didn't leverage them and say, Hey, I'm not gonna do this if you don't put my daughter here. Ray basically said, I'm not gonna sign if you don't my kid can't wrestle. That's kind of you know what I mean? Is Rock didn't fact? do it like that. Is that fact or is that opinion? That's what they say. That Ray only signed when he was gonna leave last year or two years ago. Vinny let him sign. He said, But I, I'm only signing if my kid will to stay and wrestle with me. I'll wrestle with my kid. That's like a very, dream of ours. Very Vinny like, but okay. Yeah, I'm not doubting it, but I, I guess at the time when AEW was starting up, he didn't want to lose a guy like Ray over there, probably. Perhaps, perhaps. Yeah, because I never heard that. So I'm just kind of curious. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. I'll check it out. I'll definitely check it out. Uh no, but but the point that I was trying to make, if there was anybody who could have, you know, 
pull that string for their kid if they wanted to would have been the rock right but yeah, oh, he could pull that no problem 100%. but the fact but the fact that she went down and she grinded it out for two years i think that would have benefited ray you know uh dominic if he had done the same thing yeah. But that being said, I mean, he came out. It is getting time. better. I, I do agree with you. No, but but if, if if anything, the one benefit that Dominic had was that he came out during the Thunderdome era with, era with no crowd. So he was able to work yeah. on things and whatnot. I mean, and to think about it, he's been able to work with Edge and Ray and all these other great guys along the way. So, yeah, he's getting better. I mean, let's, let's touch back on Dominic in a year and see if he's improved. Well, I can tell you one thing right now. When his dad retires, I don't see him lasting another year or two without his dad around. He'll be gone. Well, like I said, like we've talked it up and whatnot, we, we do see that altercation coming, you know, at, at WrestleMania. Yeah. And I think if 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 it works out the way I think it's gonna work out, that's when Dominic will you know turn face again and he'll get the mask. And he'll get the mask. Because the mask yeah, is possible. only given. The mask is only given. You can't just put the mask on. You yeah, you gotta, you gotta hurt it. Like true luchador style, right? Yeah. So you know, well, let's see where this all kind of plays out. But hey, Raw finishes up with Alexa Bliss against Becky Lynch and Nikki Cross. Um, I kind of spoiled it half in the beginning of the show, so I'll quickly just get to the ending here. You basically have Becky Lynch going for the win. It's almost over. She gets pulled out of the ring by damage control EO Sky and Dakota Kai. They come out and beat the tar out of her which leads them going backstage and whatnot. That leaves Nikki and Alexa alone. Um, Alexa hits the finisher, and she tries to go for the sister Abigail at one point, which kind of is an interesting point. So Alexa wins. So now you got Bailey versus Alexa. And if this is what I think it is, you're going to get Alexa versus... um, Alexa versus what's her name? The EST, so? Beller. Yeah, I think if they're building up for the Rumble, I think that's where this is going to happen. And I think you're going to see the complete character change happen over that month and a half, which totally makes sense, right? Because, I mean, the comments that Bianca made, yeah, you know, uh, Alexa is one of my friends, you know, we, we were teammates, blah, blah, blah. So they're planting seeds there. Going for the sister Abigail was another telltale sign. Is she joining up with Bray White again? I don't know, but we're going to see a darker side of Alexa Bliss yeah. and the characters emerging. I have to say, I am an Alexa Bliss, a Bliss mark. I do enjoy her a lot. Um, she's good. What she's accomplished coming out of NXT and everything. I mean, the fact that she's held the title as long as she had for being a smaller girl compared to Bianca, Rhea, and whatnot. I mean, she's she's held her own, man. In, in, the, time yeah. of the, in the time of the four horsewomen, a Bailey, Sasha, uh, Charlotte, and um, Becky. It, it's kind of interesting to see that she was able to hold her own with that group when they all came together. Can't forget, she was a part of that crew. Yeah, she's a small girl too. So she and she own. held her own. She held yeah. her own through all of it, right? Like, I mean, she she's solid, man. I've always been a fan of her. So yeah. I'm kind of hoping, you know, I'm excited to see if this is going to lead up to the Rumble. Which yeah. probably she'll lose because I feel then you're gonna get Rhea versus Bianca at Mania. Very possible. You could see that. And Rhea winning. And I hope not, but yeah, it could be. You could be right. 
You don't like Rhea? I don't mind her. She's okay. That, I don't really care for that whole Judgment Day crew. They look like a bunch of guys you'd see in East Vancouver, you know, just hanging out on the street. I don't know. They just don't like that dark kind of look. And they're, I mean, it's not a big fan of the Judgment Day. Priest is all right, but Dominic and Rhea to me are, I don't know, just don't care for them, I guess. Best way to put it. Okay, Rhea's so not a bad worker, though. She's so, been in the women's division. So, so I, I live in East Van, bro. Yeah, they look like a bunch of guys you'd see in one of those shady bars on the Sunday Hastings Street. You walk in there and they got their but you know, those old jackets on and stuff. I know that's the look they're going for, but it just looks I don't know, I don't like it. Yeah, fair enough, man. You're from having not into that new so. that new like, you know, she got those big things in her ear, you know, pushing out. I think that's stupid. I know I could probably get in trouble for saying that, but I think that's ridiculous. No, no, it's cool, man. So what kind of people do you find in the valley then? We got some of those people out here too. But predominantly, mostly just hee-haw and hicks, right? Yeah, you got a little bit of everything here. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just never looked like the Judgment Day's look. And I think it's kind of cheesy. Kind of like the Dexter Loomis thing. It just None of them are scary. I mean, maybe Damien a little bit, but Dominic ain't scary. There's nothing. I don't understand. Like, there's small guys trying to be scary. It just doesn't seem – it seems, seems cheesy and corny to me. Nah. Like, Undertaker, big, scary. I get it. Kane, I get all that. But Dominic and Lex Dexter Loomis, uh, they're not scary at all. Don't, so I just don't think it works, personally. But I don't know if Dexter's trying to be that kind of person, though. What's that? I don't think Dexter's trying to be like a good No, he's just trying to be that weirdo, like, mysterious, like, the guy in the bush creeping you out. But, like, you look at the guy, it's the, it's the regular-looking guy. So I don't know. I don't get that. Doesn't doesn't I don't think it, that character works for him, personally. Fair enough. That's my take on it, right? That's but, your take, man. That's your take. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the beauty of everything. Um, this day in wrestling history, do you got anything? No, I don't. Not, not that I, I do. I do, my friend. I do. This day, 24 years ago in wrestling history, the WWE had a pay-per-view in the UK. And uh, what's her name? Jackie was exposed. Jacqueline, yeah. Yeah, completely exposed when Sable ripped her shirt off and yeah, her big that, old yeah. titties came out. <laughs> she's still around, Jack, and she had all the autographs. Time. She's still kicking around. She's a, she's yeah. a tough broad, too. She's, you know, tough. she's a tough broad, man, but you know what? I've never seen a woman go bald before, man. That chick's got one receding hairline. Jacqueline? I think so. Are you sure? Because usually they wear the weaves. No, man. That dude had... Uh, that girl, sorry. <laughs> I remember from the Hall of Fame, she looked like I said even then, I'm like, man, this chick's losing okay. all her hair. Well, most black women, like, it's not their real hair. It's all weaves and, and wigs, right? So I'm sure maybe she's using her natural hair, and that's why, because 90% of them have weaves and, and wigs, right? The hell's a weave? So it's your it's your real hair, like, say, your hair there, and they just add on extensions. Oh, so that's just another word for extensions? Pretty much, and they add stuff like that. So it starts from the top, and they bring it down. Have you seen this? They buy long hair like this, and they clip it on and, and braid it and tie it up. Have you seen this? Huh? You've seen this firsthand? Many times, many times. Wow, eh? Yeah, In I didn't know home? about it until about four years ago. But yeah. So, so if you're, you're so so if you're in a relationship with with a with a black girl, and you have to be at the party at seven, what time does she have to start getting ready at? Their hair takes two hours, dude. Unreal. They get it done every couple months though, but it, it, it their hair is cost about three to four hundred dollars. It takes two to three hours. Wow. I've sat there many times and seen it. Yeah, it's, I didn't know about it until you know four years ago, but I see it all just seen it last weekend, actually. 
for real. So, okay, so let me ask you a question. So, if you've seen it and the individual that you've seen it on and whatnot, if they take all that weave and shit out and stuff, and what what does the hair actually look like? Just like um, it's real short, kind of like uh, the shit doesn't grow. Shit huh? doesn't grow. The shit doesn't grow. It naturally. does, but it grows flowy and thick, right? It's not going to drop straight down like our hair. But but they can they can do that Brazilian blowout and shit if they wanted to with it, right? Like straighten it. What's that? They can straighten it then, right? Yeah, they straighten it, but it doesn't go very long. So that's going to get the weave in there, the extensions. What the hell are we talking about? <laughs> I'm just saying, like the Jacqueline's hairline, but yeah, no, it's all extensions, all extensions, all extensions and wigs, ninety percent. So not only are you the man for the common fan. Not only you, Chance Michaels, the man with the master plan, you have the inside track to the weaves. Yeah, yeah, I learned about it about four years ago. <laughs> the yeah, things I didn't that know Chance Michael knows, man. The things that Chance Michaels knows. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I'm, I'm going to write that in the description tonight. You know, we talk about weaves. Yeah, you should, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, brother, man, listen, this has been really, really fun. I've enjoyed yeah, this conversation. That's been a good one uh let's wrap it up and take it home from here do you have a top five for me today yeah or? i want to hear your top five favorite aew wrestlers top five aew wrestlers daniel bryanson uh cesaro um john moxley uh um mjf absolutely and you know what i'm i, I like kenny omega yeah maybe it's good yeah i do um, I was trying to find non-WWE guys, but most of the guys that I like are all... That's the thing. They got to start developing their own characters now, their own guys. Just go for it. Well, like I said, I mean, MGF seems to be their meal ticket right now. And, and yeah. there, there is a lot of young talent there, absolutely. But, you know, I almost get the feeling it's almost like WCW. Like, it's not until you go to the WWE that you become someone, no matter That's the thing, how to make hard. you a star. Right, like AJ Styles was a star, in my opinion, before coming to the WWE. Yeah, somewhat. Yeah. But I'll 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 try to explain this so the kids can understand. Before coming to the WWE, AJ Styles could have had maybe five hundred thousand Instagram followers. But going to the WWE, he was able to get another 400,000, almost close to a million followers now, so to speak. Yeah. Well, I'm saying that's how many he actually has. But I know what but, you're saying. Yeah, he just brings you principle. to the next level, the big leagues. Right? Like, okay, people know who MJF is, but people will truly know who he is once he goes to the Federation. Yeah, they got that global reach. Right? So it's almost hard to think that anyone can make you know, a names like you can make your names in W in, in AEW, but it's not until they actually come over to the other side. Sting gave an example one time, and he was the biggest name in WCW, right? One of them. Well, one I mean, year. You, near the end, even like he's the Steelworth. He's the one guy that never left. He was the face of WCW for a he's while. He's a face. Yeah, I don't know if he's ever right? their biggest so star. Yeah, I get what you're saying. One of the top he, guys. He was talking about going to a signing. Some some signing that he went to, but WWE was there at the same time, doing signings as well. So he's going up the escalator to his booth or whatever, and if you look at the room, the WWE half of the room was just kind of lined up, double lines, triple lined, to get to the athletes. 
where the other side of the room was kind of, you know, had people there, but it was sparse. Yeah. You had a a better chance of going down, sitting down with Sting, having a conversation, getting an autograph, maybe going for a drink after, than you did having a chance standing in one of the lines to go see the WWE guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's, they're like the NFL, that WWE, NFL, it's synonymous. Yeah. 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 Just wherever you go, it's recognized. Absolutely. All right, Chance Michaels, I am going to wrap this up here, my friend. Yeah. We've had an amazing conversation. Thank you for that. Yeah. Great stress relief. And, and uh, I hope everyone enjoys this conversation. Guys, like and subscribe. Everything's at the bottom of your screen. Please like and subscribe. We, we love your support. We want to create things for you. One thing I want to throw out there to all the fans, and I'm going to start this at the beginning of the next show as well. We would love to hear from you guys. And we want to hear from you, particularly about things you want us to talk about. Is there a show that you saw? Is there a pay-per-view that you want us to talk about? Is there a character you want us to talk about? Is there things that you see happening in the wrestling world that we're not touching on? So please, we want to hear from you. We want to hear the feedback. Nothing is off limits. Everything is everything as far as we're concerned. I'm speaking for chance. Is that okay, bro? I 100% agree yeah? with you. Okay, awesome. Thank you. So that all being said, guys, we, we want to hear from you. All 81 of you. <laughs> so so <laughs> just, just, just come on and let us know what you want us to talk about uh, we know what we want to talk about is that what you want to keep hearing what can we do to make this even better as we go into 2023 Chats, absolutely anything? no I, I totally agree with you yeah we'd like to hear from you speak up speak up let People. us know call us out if, if you think we're saying something that's not right or you don't agree with we want to be challenged right absolutely i i think today i dropped some controversial shit in, in some other realms of the universe, you know, challenge me. Let me know if I'm wrong yep. or if I'm right. And if you agree with us, why? So we want to hear from you guys, man. Uh, that'd be an amazing thing as we move forward here. That being said, I am Bobby Sampson and joined as always with my man, Chance Michaels. And in the words of the great ACDC, those that download, like, subscribe the podcast, we salute you. We do salute you, and in the words of the infamous, legendary Ed Whalen, in the meantime and in between time, that's it for Sam and Chance. Everyone, have a safe rest of your week. We will talk to you Thursday. Have a good night.